This college basketball picks for Saturday, March 2nd edition of the Sports Gambling Podcast. It's brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Sign up today using the promo code SGPN. And then head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash dog to enter our bonus contest. Five winners on top of that sweet deposit match. You're gonna get $50 SGPN gift card, some shirts, some hats. We're also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets. The sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game line. Visit hofbets.com. Use promo code SGPN. Get 50% off your first month. Start making smarter bets today. Hi, this is Merrill Hodge, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride, baby. Welcome into the sports gambling podcast. I am not Sean. Sean, he's very proud. He's a very proud man. Loves to tell you how much hard he works. Doesn't ever take vacation. The man is literally on a private jet flying to a ski resort as we speak. So sitting next to me in the filthy green seat. Uh, joined by uh, Colby Dant, host of many shows on our network. Some people call him Pick Dundee. Some people call him Colby. Some call him the second. I, I can do Dant. my Sean. All right. Do your Sean. Go Syracuse. Oh, Bayheims. Wow. The Bayheims are the best. All right. They just signed with the Detroit Pistons uh, G League team. Bayheim. 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 I, I will say, uh, <laughs> Sean mispronouncing uh, Bayheim's name uh, and, and reporting that. <laughs> Buddy, that, that uh, I, I don't even know who he reported was uh, signed in the uh, NBA. Uh, shout out to the Bayheims, but yeah, it's it's me and Colby here. Uh, no adult supervision. We're talking college basketball picks for March second. As you heard at the top of the show, I even uh, fail. I failed to remember I had to do the reads. Uh, that that's always something fun when I gotta uh, re, re get get the ads going. Uh, and so instead of just me and Colby rambling on about animals uh, and other things, which by the way, uh, if you're listening to this, you might like listening to me and Colby, Colby will be sitting in for Sean to uh, Friday night, probably tonight as you're listening on sports gambling podcast live on VEASAN. So I will say this, I'm going to tease it. I don't know if it's going to happen. We're probably maybe going to do an animal segment. So well, I, I, I saw a video this morning of a, a Jaguar taking a, uh, a crocodile. Oh, I saw out that. of the out of a river. Yeah, and I was fascinated by it. So I feel like we're gonna have to break that down at some point. I mean, we might break yeah. that down on this show, but yeah. I certainly think bringing the um, I would say more mature audience on Veasan along the way of a, a good old fashioned ha- animal handicap. Maybe oh, we'll yeah. break down the uh, pick two types of animals to defend you. The rest try to kill you. Maybe we let's talk about this though. The, the Jaguar, what do you think? A pl- oh, okay. Plus 400 in the river. Cause I mean, you would think in underwater, he's kind of, he's slowed down and you have the crocodile. So that's what was fascinating was cats are great fishermen. <laughs> and while, while the Cayman or the gator or the croc is not a fish, I I've, I've, so I, you think that was a fair, that was a pick. I don't think when, I've when ever, that happened when that, when he entered the water, that was at a pick for you. I don't think you? I've ever seen the croc win against the cat. Have you ever seen uh, any sort of a reptilian uh, 
I mean, I don't know about the cat. Maybe I think a lion. I think I've seen it with a lion. I've never seen. I think a, I've seen it with a lion. I've, a I've, I've definitely seen it with a dog. Never yeah. seen a predatory cat get dragged into the water by. No, I've seen a lion in the water though. Okay. Get attacked, but but not from this not from more. land. Not from land. So you know again, I mean? this and more. Uh, v- Listen, we got uh, eight, basically twelve minute segments to fill on Veasan. We're gonna talk college basketball. We're gonna talk college football, maybe. Uh, I'm sure we'll make some relevant picks. I mean, we'll talk draft. I know we got an expert calling in. Uh, we actually have someone calling in who's going to be doing basically calling in as a pregame to a St. Elmo's meal. So we'll have to get some uh, St. Elmo's uh, <laughs> shrimp cocktail and steak questions out there. Anyway, uh, 6 p.m. on the West Coast, 9 p.m. on the East Coast. Uh, anywhere you can tune into Vison again. Me and Colby, no supervision. Oh, Man- yeah. Management seemed a little bit scared with the idea. Welcome that to Jurassic Park. <laughs> that Sean wouldn't be here. <laughs> I explained that we would be doing a whole segment talking about uh, the Michael Crichton uh, basketball <laughs> team. It, it really, we could fall off the rails. Anyway, to help us not fall off the rails, I'm gonna bring him on now because also we're without uh, producer Josh. Shout out to people taking vacation. Uh, we're in the wild right now. We're he's, off the reservation. He's a, he's yeah. trolling around uh, Jupiter, Florida, <laughs> following some uh, some golfer I've never heard of, but I have a a nice ticket on this guy to win the tournament. Shout out to <laughs> producer Josh. Uh, and so yeah, uh, bringing on your co-host from the college basketball experience, the Big Twelve. It's the Big Twelve college experience. basketball experience, which, by yeah. the way, uh, have have seen um, seen some po- some positive chatter when it comes to uh, to Mac recently on social media as well. Oh yeah, he seems to be <laughs> standing strong with you as a lieutenant in the uh, court storming. We'll call it a debate. We're on the right side of Mac, things. We're Mac, on the right side of history here, Mac. Right. How uh, how are we doing? Oh, I'm doing great. I feel like uh, I'm. I like the lion. King of the jungle fighting off all these and right, baby. So uh, yeah, stand strong. We're on the right side uh, and we're going to keep fighting the good fight against these elitists that uh, got no feel for college. Fun way to fun way to fight back on the trolls is just to just fire back the goat emoji because Mm, they'll think it's a positive, Mm. but what they don't know, I, I, I found out most trolls don't actually know what trolls eat in the wild, which is of course, Billy goats. So you got to feed the trolls. So feed them with go to Mac. Where do you stand as far as the Jaguar entering the, the, the river? Uh, I see. I think he becomes an underdog, like a plus 200 plus 300 no. dog. When he, when he goes in the water, cats can swim. Dude. I, I understand that. But to me, the crocodile scene, you know, I feel like they have the upper hand at that point. Cause you, the sneak attack a sneak attack. You don't know well, when that shit's I, coming. It's all murky water. I, this isn't clear. Yeah. I think, I think, I think the, the water brings the elements into it neutralizes it. I mean, you look at Tyree kill whenever the dolphins go to the cold or in the oh, yeah, wet, that's they a can't good point. Ah, the very good point. That's Tyree kill. Tyree kills the fucking Jaguar cheetah, whatever he is. Then all of a sudden get a little bit of wet and they can't move the football. That's what I'm saying, man. I, I I'm personally setting the, my, the Dundee number for the Jaguar. Once you enter uh, water, all right, at, fair, at, right. at a plus two, yeah, if, if you want to play the game yeah. of if they're both on land, yeah, you're oh, probably on land. It's 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 reversed. It's the other way around. I feel like going yeah. into water makes it an even fight. I'm sticking you're to my pick. yeah. I'm you're sticking. Pick. Okay. And okay. I'm always on the cat. You know, I'm a big cat guy. Let, let us know what you guys think. Oh, look. <laughs> you know what I mean? Get out over there to social right, you know media. What? Actually, let Sean yeah. know. Let Sean yeah, know. Let Sean you. know. Tag at Sean T Green on Twitter, and uh, who, who who you think would win and what those odds would be. 
we actually saw actually a, a win in a way because the Jaguar did pull off that big. They were like they were like fairly Dickinson last year to to bring it back to college basketball. Again, I'm a cat guy. Uh, all right, let's uh, let's get uh, we're, before we, uh, let's let's get right into the games. We got a lot of games, uh, a lot of games. I feel like Colby. We we've been on a nice d- diet of maybe 14, 15 games. I'm eyeballing this. It almost looks like you I had to subtract cr- like fifteen <laughs> fucking great games, man. It's a Saturday yeah. slate, uh, which means you know we're we're talking about these lines early. Prick Dundee uh, projections here. Uh, first up, we're heading to the SEC. We're heading to Columbia, South Carolina. Where I, I believe last time we talked about Florida, uh, they did us dirty against Georgia. I think you told us there was going to be some sort of uh, oh no, that Georgia did us dirty yeah. by by dribbling out the clock in Ru- a six point game, ruining the, the six point game, ten seconds left. The revenge spot. Florida heads to Columbia here, uh, laying or sorry, catching a point on the road against the Gamecocks. I know uh, earlier today, Sean in our group or uh, Colby in our group chat, uh, Sean was touting these, he, yeah, the he Gamecocks uh, victory from the other night, from last night against uh, Buzz, which may be the nail in the Buzz coffin. Do we like do we like South Carolina here, Mac, at home against Florida? This is a tough one for me because we were fading Florida on the road early, but you kind of look at what they've done recently. They've they went to Rupp and won. They they led the entire game against Alabama. South Carolina has overachieved, obviously, in year number two of Lamont Paris. They're coming off back-to-back road wins. I think I'm going to be on the Gators here. I think the Gators are a little bit more of a step up in talent, but these are two good teams. So give me uh, the Gators. See, I think I get your point. Florida has looked really good on the road lately, but let's talk about the SEC picture right near Tennessee and Alabama is on the sheet in a little bit. Those two teams are tied for first place playing on Saturday where South Carolina is one game back. Now South Carolina has the tiebreaker against Tennessee right now. They do not against Alabama. So if Tennessee wins uh, against South Carolina, uh, against Alabama and South Carolina were to beat Florida here, who's only two games back, Florida's not eliminated yet either. Um, the Gamecocks host Tennessee in the next week, so you could have a situation where the yeah. Gamecocks could win the SEC regular season title. Holy shit! Look, last time, last time South Carolina played at home, they gave up. They lost to LSU, blowing a 17 point lead. I think they've learned from that. I'm buying in again on the Gamecocks, but I do believe this is this is an awesome game because I'm really impressed with Florida on the road. Max Wright, they should have won at Alabama. They did win at Kentucky. Um, this is an awesome game, and I think it's going to come down to the like. Uh, I, I really think three minute mark. This can be a tie game. So uh, I'm going to go Gamecocks just because they lost at home last time, blew a 17 point lead, and I think Lamont Paris. If I'm him, I'm reminding my team about that, reminding them that you are one game away from win from essentially being able to host Tennessee and potentially win the SEC regular season championship. I'll take the Cox. What are you yeah. doing there? Uh, well, they 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 they're they're, they're strong at home. Uh, I don't know. I don't remember exactly what uh, Noah said about uh, being on the pulse of the cock or the dick or one of, one of those uh, euphemisms. Uh, yeah. So I get. I, I, I maybe also like maybe I'm done being on the wrong side of South Carolina. I just I keep anytime I look at the numbers on this team, it's like well they're not they're not that they're not that good. I'm I'm gonna fade them, and then you watch them play, and they they get hot from behind the line and or from the the three point line, and it, it 
I'm out. And Sean's not here, but he would remind us how bad um, probably both these teams, but Florida is at the line. Yeah. Uh, Surprisingly, South Carolina is the much better defensive team, but Florida does have the much better offense. But uh, Florida is three and five on the road, but they've looked a lot better as the season's gone along. So I, I think that stats a little, little I'm always skeptical yeah. of the, the offensive rating that is almost exclusively driven by offensive rebounding. I think some of these teams, you can see that where, especially on Kempom, you see the elite offensive rebounding and then you're like, well, what, the rest of this squad, like they're not really anything better than average at anything else. So yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I'll take, I'll also take the Cox uh, laying a point uh, it fa- favorites greater than dogs. And if, if uh you know, if you want to be helpful, Colby, you can uh, write down our picks here on the sheet. Oh yeah. Uh, as I also work the work the board, I'm in control of everything today, guys. Watch out. Uh, all right. Next up, 9 a.m. on Saturday. Again, reminder: these are the Prick Dundee openers uh, projections. We're talking Big East here, heading to Providence, Rhode Island. I saw. Speaking of trolls, I saw a troll. There's been this. Uh, this pick troll that's been coming after Sean pretty hard every time he gets anything wrong. I was not happy with Sean's uh, performance selecting Providence uh, on the last slate. Providence here laying a point and a half. Uh, they're at the dunk, not called the dunk anymore. I uh, believe Cousin Mush will be here for this one. Uh, what are we doing here with this Providence squad, Colby? This game is maybe even bigger than the South Carolina Florida game. Uh, first off, TJ Bamba is a game time decision, something to monitor there. Also, Jordan uh, Lingo uh, is a game time decision as well. Um, but really, you're really stressed to get that one out there. Yeah. Uh, but Seton hall is the last four in according to your boy, Joe Lenardi. Um, uh, this guy, <laughs> he's like a tenured professor at a school, barely doing his job. I mean, at this point, if I could give a plug, a free plug, Sean's not here to tell me no uh, Bracketmatrix.com. If you're not familiar, it's an aggregation of everyone that puts out a bracket. And so you get a good vibe of who's in, who's out. Uh, so uh, anyway, I just so want to throw has, some shade at Lenardi. Hall as the last, as one of the last four in. Okay. He also had. I'm sorry, not Seton Hall. I'm sorry, Providence okay. as one of the last four in. He has Villanova. Well, actually, Seton Hall is also in the last four in too. Yeah. Uh, he has Villanova mm. as first four out, at being the second team out after Texas A and M. I don't even know how the fuck Texas A and M is above them. How are they uh, in? But <laughs> no, Texas A and M's not okay, in. Okay. They're the first out. Oh, got it. Got uh, it. And this might have been done pre last night's episode. No, no, I mean even on this this site, uh, they're like right on the outside looking in. So I mean, this is a critical critical game. Uh, Nova has been pretty bad on the road. They're strange. They went three and they're three and seven on the road, but they won at the, to me, the hardest place to win in the big, the big East is Creighton. Yeah. They won at Creighton somehow. Uh, Providence Kim English is overachieved my expectations in year one, especially when you add in the Bryce Hopkins injury, they're 14 and two at home. They're playing elite defense. Uh, it's the, if anything, it's the offensive side of the ball. That is a little bit of the question mark with the Friars. Uh, I got to ride the home team here. I got I like, I want to like, I want to believe that Neptune and Nova are going to find a way to the NCAA tournament. But I, when you look at the schedule here and cut, I, I just can't make a case for them to win in probably the second most lit environment in the big East, the Saturday game. Yeah. Too. Yeah. These, every Saturday, like one of the things to look for every Saturday, Providence is playing a home game is those crazy fucking fans surrounding the building looking to enter. I mean, obviously they need to open the doors a little earlier. 
Yeah. Maybe, maybe let's get the doors open at the dunk a little earlier. Give out donut holes, some uh, some iced coffee, and then, way too much cream that, in it. Now Shaw would say, since I'm in Green's chair, that Villanova is the top free throw shooting team in the nation. Oh, that's so matter. that's maybe why you doesn't take matter. the the Wildcats. I I would argue that Providence the better rebounding team, the better defensive team with the home crowd behind them. All the difference. Give me the Friars. Yeah. What do we think, Matt? And and coming off a you know an embarrassing loss. Yeah, and, and and Villanova's coming off a thirty point shellacking of, of Georgetown. It, they put it on Providence what earlier this month, sixty eight fifty. I just I'm with you. I can't trust Kyle Neptune in, in, in a big game here. He has not come through over the last year plus. Um, whenever they hit the road at these tough spots outside of Creighton in a sleepy uh, December spot, they they have not gotten it done. So give me the dunk. 12 o'clock. I mean, they're, they're going to be pounding beers in the parking lot at nine 30 or sorry, it's 6. AM. I mean, yeah, that place would yeah. be on fire and from Providence, this punches their ticket. So they got to have this game too. the big East where everybody's on the bubble. They, uh, this Providence 30 minutes into the game. Last time these two teams played on the road, Providence only had 27 points. So that yeah. I would say maybe that that's a good benchmark to let's see if we can do better than that this time. Guys. So you're on the Friars. you know, I'm yeah. on the, okay. well, a it takes a lot for me to take a dog. Um, we're not we're not at that point in the season yet where I'm taking dogs. I mean that game. It, what's great about that game is you're kind of getting a playoff game right now. Yes, will Villanova have another chance to? They could win the Big East tournament theoretically, but you're yeah. getting a playoff game essentially right there. There's huge stakes to it. Um, All right, sweet. We'll give the Discord Villanova unofficial official Discord play. You did you were you gonna did you want to add? No, no, no. I'm saying that's why you know. Uh, well, people that say like it ruins the regular season in, in the college football when you what go does? to twelve teams. Oh, stop! This, this, I would argue. Like, Who are if you, you talking pay, to? If right you now? pay attention to this. This is a gigantic fucking game. No one's listening. Yeah. No one listening to this program is like, you know what? This playoff expansion is going to be a disaster. <laughs> that's what I, I. That's what. That's the cra- That's how you know it's such a good idea. No one is mad at it. How often in this country do we hear things get just completely like, yeah, that's a great idea. Wait, more football, more games. I know. I'm sure there's the, there's the, the small percentage of people who but, are like pro but, BCS, but at the same time, when Sankey's trying to make the NCAA tournament, 96 teams, what's your take on that one? Uh, basketball expanding basketball. Yeah. No it, Mac, you got to take too much. No, we 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 know what the hidden agenda is. He wants more SEC and Big Ten schools. Yeah, if if he if if he was honest and said, "Hey, Indiana State, who's a team that's probably going to go like twenty eight and four this year," uh, if we want to get that team into the tournament that doesn't get the outright bid because let's say they get upset in their conference tournament, then I actually think, I still think it's too many, but I I could understand it more. I don't even, I think actually it's just the wrong. I think in basketball, it's not going to work the same. You're just going to open the door for more mid majors. I don't think it's necessarily going to help get like bad, like, cause you're already, we're already at that dilemma of like, we're letting in bad teams. And so you want to let in more bad power conference teams and cause when there's still actual good and keep a 28 and four team out the, or something like the that. The more alarming yeah. thing is I saw uh, our buddy Ross Dellinger saying that a uh, 14 team football playoff with three auto bids going to the big 10 sec. Well, they wanted four, like, they uh, wanted four. So to me, getting it down to three was a win. I mean, yeah. Talk about projecting weakness. Like we don't yeah. want to play for it on the field. We want to be guaranteed it. I, I mean, it's, it's a, 
it, when when everyone came when the Super League idea came up in soccer, people got very upset with the idea that what you don't have to play hard, you just get to be in the best league. That that's not fair. Uh, so yeah, I'm um, you can't. Uh, also, what's wrong with March Madness? Yeah, it's actually the most perfect Nothing. postseason I would argue in any sport. It uh, even the first four seems a little unnecessary. And and if you were to argue anything, I think you could take the first four to a first eight. Like if every one seed had a play in get like a play in sixteen before it, are we real? Is anyone getting mad about that? If every eleven seed again, you want to let more power conference teams in, have have a playoff with these donkey you know eleven seed, twelve seed types that come from a power five, power six conference and aren't really that good. That's how you solve that. Make them play an extra game. Don't make everyone play an extra yeah, game. Yeah. The only thing that I think like Sankey will use the argument that a lot of teams that were in the first four uh have ended up in the final four or the you That's know, fine. Yeah, and, and that's fine. And I know he used it for baseball. He said Ole Miss was the last team in and they won the national championship. I think also the more rounds you add to March Madness, the less chance like you you can you just make it harder for Cinderella. You're adding a coin flip. Yeah. You're adding, you know, instead of five uh, or six coins. That's flips. probably the real reason is they probably see recently they're like, wait, Florida Atlantic, San Diego State, Loyola, Chicago. Uh, uh I mean, basketball is going to be affected. Mason. Yeah. Yeah. Basketball is going to be affected by N- NIL in a much more impactful way than football ever could be. Uh, just based on how easy it is to turn a program in basketball. All right. Speaking of, uh, Speaking of programs, uh, we were listening earlier, Colby, to your buddy Jay Billis talk about how the court never gets stormed at Kansas because Kansas doesn't do that, and it's still great basketball. And he doesn't know what he's talking about here. I I didn't mean to troll you, but yes, they don't do it. It's like he was saying the Blue Bloods don't storm. They did. Yeah, they got to a point where they're now referred to as the Blue Bloods, and it doesn't happen that often. But you don't have to go that far back to see Duke Storm. I would agree. Right? It's a relatively bad argument to use someone at the top as a reason why well, no a, one a else should do it. Perfect example is Gonzaga is now, re, you know, regarded. A lot of people, not everybody, would say Gonzaga is somewhat oh, of a blue blood. They are a blue blood. They, they don't storm that much anymore. But you go back 15, 20 years ago when they're knocking yeah. off a ranked UCLA team. Yeah, no, I, I'm with. So you, you built Again. into that. Not Jay Billis here. Just using it as a way to transition to this sweet, sweet Kansas Baylor matchup. 10 a.m. on the West Coast. We're heading to Waco, Texas. Again, a city that uh, just maybe they just maybe a rebrand is in order down there in Waco. Baylor, another team. Feel like I've been on the wrong side of them uh, a lot recently. Laying two and a half here against the Jayhawks at home. Uh, I guess what are we what are we doing here, Mac? You're the Big Twelve guy. Yeah, uh, I mean, it sounds like kind of Kansas is not mailed it in, but they, uh, you just listen to Bill Self's uh, press conferences and say, this isn't a true round robin. He's kind of pulling a little bit of a Coach K this year where he's making excuses why they're not going to finally, or why they're not going to win the Big 12 title. I'm on Baylor. I think they're better, and I don't think McCuller's going to play. I was about I think to say, gonna, we, we should yeah. highlight that. He's a game time decision. He's, he's not going to play. I would it sounds like they're going to keep him out until March madness. And that, that goes back to what him making excuses, why they're not going to win the big 12 regular season title because they didn't have McCuller, et cetera. Um, if they lose it, when they lose it to fog, that's when you put your antennas up and go, what's going on with Kansas. So give me Baylor better roster. Uh, they smell blood here. I think they put it on the Jayhawks. I, I, I am with you in that new arena. I know Langston love is question or is a game time decision for Baylor. 
but um, I, I, this Kansas team is not as good as most Kansas teams. And yeah. to me, especially if you have the X factor, which I think is Kevin McCuller, uh, a guy who's, who's played in the national championship before, um, you know, if he's not going to go, or even if he's not a hundred percent, I cannot take Kansas on the road in a hostile environment against a Baylor team that can move up a whole seat. You know, they're in fourth right now. Kansas is in third. Baylor's right on their ass. So they can essentially, you know, this is for seeding in the, in the big 12 tournament here. And also for, this is a huge win. You have this on your resume going into selection Sunday. I think this is the difference, but like right now they're projected to be a two seed and a three seed. It's at stake then. Yeah, exactly. I think which, you know, the seed lines probably don't matter all that much, but the difference between a two and a three. I mean, having to play a fourteen seed, we always see dangerous fourteens. I, I understand recently fifteen seeds have popped their head up, but it does seem like this is a meaningful matchup. And just as you mentioned, um, yeah, I would imagine Kansas always has a target. I on mean, Kansas back. is three and five on the road this year. I think that is something to highlight there. And then Baylor at home. Uh, I just think right now McCullers a great defensive player too. If you don't have him, that sixth-rated offense that Baylor has, uh, Ken Palm has this as a five-point matchup. So maybe we even get a bigger spread than two and a half. Yeah. Um, but you know, Kansas, especially always, if McCullers doesn't play, Kansas always yeah. carries some juice. What? So if if he's not going to play, when do you think that gets publicly shared? An hour before the game, Saturday, Saturday yeah, morning. Yeah, that's yeah. the the problem with college athletics. We won't. So we'll find bet. Out we'll bet Baylor early. We'll lay the yeah. two and a half early. Yeah, I think you get it in now. Uh, as All soon right. as that line opens up, you jump in. Let's do it. This could be a blowout. Honestly, I I think Baylor's going to put it on him without McCuller. And uh, yeah, the Hunter Dickinson uh, Noah's Noah's Dick, as he likes to reference in that clip, <laughs> has not. He, he's he, he's I, not he's not the glue of that team. It's McCuller. I just can't unthink about Noah and a pulsing dick. I understand he said yeah. pulsing dick, but it's making me think of veins and the, there's, there's all sorts of stuff. I'm just picturing. And Noah. We haven't even heard from him since that comment. So, you know what He's I think? A little too close to home. It, it, like you know those like props for the bachelorette parties. Like Noah's got one of those like rubber phones that just got a big like veiny dick. That he he's like I'm on the pulse, guys. It's like uh, he's, he's Noah some, wasn't on the show last night, Kramer. You think so? He got I don't know too what happened. Like, word is he was at the hung jury up the street there in oh, Ann Arbor. Too, too much. Dick. All right, so uh, I don't know. Um, All right, well, great great way to transition uh, into talking about underdog fantasy, Colby. Uh, it's it's that time of the show and Max here, so maybe we'll do a, a little better. Although bad timing for me to try to make fun of you because we're coming off a a victory on our last underdog. Uh, I want to say two victories out of the last three. You're right. No, it's yeah. it's actually two in a row. Okay, um, it's okay. two in a row, and also a good time to remind uh, people after you use that SGPN uh, promo code to sign up for underdog, get your deposit match. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash dog and enter in our contest where we're going to give one new uh, underdog sign up. Additional, uh, some shirt, or sorry, five uh, winners are going to get shirts, a hat, and also the works. The, the main, the, the, the I, I don't want to say the underdog swag isn't the uh, creme de la creme of the package, but the $50 SGPN gift card, which basically that gets you anything in the merch store. So, hoodie, t shirt. Uh, I hear so many people promoting uh, Q-zips. I just learned that when people say Q-zip, they mean quarter zip. Uh, I, I feel, feel like a complete uh, donkey learning about that. But again, promo code <laughs> SGPN. Uh, get that 100% deposit match. 
And then also head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash dog. Uh, get in our contest, throwing out some swag, some uh, some gift cards. All right, guys, what are what are we doing for I don't see anything for Friday. So we're doing all this is all for Thursday. Yeah, tonight. Let's go late. Let's get the latest. Oh no, we do have a Friday game. Let's do the Friday game. Let's start there. Fresno, Nevada, in the Mountain West. Nevada coming off of a half court oh. game winner that was just what insane. is with Steve Alfred? I thought we hated this guy and he was useless and he all he does is complete stab stab after stab right in the back. All right, so Fresno, Nevada. Let's see if we can build something in here. Any any guys we like in here? To- uh, the first thing I want to. Oh, they they also have Air Force Air oh, Force Utah State. I think they're opening as yeah. as we're talking about. Um, so. I am currently looking for Jared Lucas. Okay, because part of me is like, there's no way. Right, you just partied your ass off. Um, I don't know, eighteen and a half points though. He's a veteran. He could get that, but maybe what about the lower twenty three and a half points, rebounds and assists? Because he's not a guy that really passes the ball or rebounds a lot. Jared Lucas uh, lower than uh 23 and a half points rebounds Max? and assist. Yeah, I, I like that. I mean, they're coming off the half the half court shot. Yeah, so. he's been partying his ass yeah. off. These me? Friday yeah. night spots in the Mountain West, as someone who's been tracking them and watching them live at the Cirque every week, they've been very interesting. All right, so we have some other uh other potential options from Friday night. We got Air Force, uh Utah State also opened up. Oh, I got one here. Go ahead. Oh, so far. Yes, one hundred percent. Look, Air, 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 Air Force has no height. Great right? Osabar. Yeah. Great Osabar, S- higher than sixteen and a half points. Look, you could do the points, rebounds, and assist at twenty-eight and a half. Ooh, that's a lot. I, I just think sixteen and a half points is is a smash. You can do he's points get, and rebounds at he's twenty-five. Getting, and he's half. getting the twenty. The only the only way this doesn't hit is if Utah State's up by so much that they bench him. Oh, you know what I mean? Like if they eight go up twenty rebounds? early on. Uh, I mean, I like the eight and a half rebounds too, but the sixteen yeah. and a half points, I think, is 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 a slam. Mac, back. which one do you like better? I, I think maybe the points. Just, okay. uh, he had thirty-two. He had thirty-two and nine against him in the first meeting. And to Colby's point, they were up thirty at half, and they they I think they kind of sat him the last ten minutes. So, and that that's a guy everybody's going to want to watch uh, before March Madness. This guy's fun, just like this. Uh, Utah State team in year one of Danny Sprinkle. Oh, he's killing it! Great, I, uh, yeah. great name. Yeah. All right, so we're doing. Osibar. We got uh, Nevada's Jared Lucas lower twenty three and a half points, rebounds, and assists, or PRA as the sharps would say. That's uh, Friday seven thirty p.m. on the West Coast. Shout out to, Mo- to the Mountain West for carving out the Friday night window, and we are tying that to Great Osibar. Who has a great name? Higher, sixteen and a half points as Utah State takes on Air Force Friday night at eight p.m. Uh, promo code SGPN get that hundred percent deposit match. Just drop the link in the chat if you just want to tail that. And again, if you're new, if you're in the chat, you haven't signed up yet. What are you What are you waiting for, guys? All right, moving along. Uh, we're heading back in the time machine to Saturday, March. Second, which by the way, we are, we didn't even, Great Scott. we didn't even say it. Happy leap day, Colby. Um, yeah. Last time we uh, had a leap day, uh, a lot uh, was not in existence on the college experience land. So happy leap day to you. Mm, I appreciate happy leap that. Day, leap look, day to Mac as well. Why? Do, what's the whole thing on the leap year again? I, what do you mean? I, why, why do we get 29 again? Uh, it's like, we got this extra time uh, as we spin around the earth. Why don't we do that every year? 
Ah, because it only happens every once once every four. No, years. I want I want more basketball games. I see right? what you're doing there. <laughs> yeah, we can just. Yeah, it, it turns out um, it's just uh, time, and uh, and time is nothing but a flat circle. So it we're all works out in the end. <laughs> Illinois heads to Madison, Wisconsin, where they are going to want to wear their thick soled shoes to avoid stepping on any staples. Wisconsin laying a point and a half, according to Prick Dundee. <sighs> Wisconsin has been ice cold lately. The staples I uh, have gotten dull. I'm sitting on a uh, Illinois to win the Big Ten conference future. That is uh, dead in the water, thanks to Noah. That that was a I I used to text Noah, um, who if you're not aware, he's on the college basketball experience. I'm sure most of the chat is just your people anyway. But uh, Noah would give me, he'd feed me information on Fridays when I'd be out at the circa to maybe get some value down on some bets. And Illinois uh, to win the Big Ten was one of them. So horrible take by Noah. That's going to be one I'll burn. Here, though, uh, I don't know. I, every, They're still in second place. I but keep, I mean, I, yeah, but it's, it's over. I, yeah. I keep taking Wisconsin on the road and it's, it turns out to be horrible. I, maybe Wisconsin, maybe the entire four, Big Ten. They're four and six in their last 10. Well, they have played. They've only played three home games um, or four home games in that stretch. They have been on the road a lot, and I think my thesis was just kind of like, I don't know if I can mess with this team on the road, but maybe in this home spot, they yeah. become interesting. But this is the classic, like a team that looks amazing off the bus versus uh, Staplers. This, Wisconsin is playing themselves out of the NCAA tournament. I mean, you go back to the the you know if they don't pick up a win somewhere in here. They're gonna play their way out of the NCAA tournament. That's why I think they get this one done. And by the way, Stormwatch in effect in Madison, oh, wow. just like just like Waco. We didn't touch on that. In Waco, Stormwatch is 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 it's live. Oh boy. Um so uh as favorites, we're gonna be storming. Dude, who that, that when this when has become a thing you can if you're a favorite. All right. I will say that the one argument against this is that most people didn't know about the point spread. So to your point, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Nine, let me say, if I can show you footage in 1943, they didn't have, and someone's storming. All right, there was no lines out. There was, I mean, there was some lines maybe on the. On the you know, I think there were people it, having it, numbers. I, I would say that. Offshore. You're hanging out with so, Capone. Right, so, yeah. so uh, all of that being, so are you on Illinois or Wisconsin here? I'm on Wisconsin. Okay. They're going to write the ship here. This solidifies that the fact that they're going to be fine in the NCAA tournament. Yes. Do I think this team is not that good? Yeah, I've thought that all year. But this is a moment to get up. Illinois, uh, call me crazy. As the seasons always go along with Illinois, love to fade them as like the, I love taking them in November, December. But a, NCAA tournament, uh, you know, late February, early March, love to fade the Illini. Give me, give me the Badgers at home here, Mac. Yeah, and and Illinois has really owned this rivalry uh, as of late. They've I think won like five or six in a row. But like Colby said, they the Badgers have lost five out of seven coming into this game. Sorry, six out of eight. But five of them were on the road. The only team that they've lost to at home was Purdue and Tennessee, both potential one seeds. So um, I think Wisconsin. This is the back against the wall game. Get up the staples, grind it out, and uh, yeah, I'll be on the home team. Badgers, let's go. Because you can't, you can't really look. You might say, it's "Why, Dundee? Yeah. Why are you not, ma- you know, rattling off metrics here?" Uh, yeah, because yeah, well, all of them favored I- Illinois. Uh, but yeah. it, but that's the thing, Illinois. I just trust the fact that as the season goes along, 
I think they always become a more and more questionable team. They're four and five on the road this year. Wisconsin's thirteen and two at home. That's really, I think, what, what I'm gonna because all the other metrics really favor. Actually, Wisconsin. I'm, I'm in Sean's chair. Wisconsin, the better free throw shooting team. All right, give me the Badgers to quote stacking the money over here. I, yeah, I'm gonna take Illinois. I, Wisconsin's been bad lately, and I I think uh, they this might just be a bad schematic matchup for them too. We'll see. Maybe the litness of the building. Uh, we'll get it done, but I'll I'll, uh, I'll take a rare dog here. I'll just you know what I'll say this wrong team's favorite, wrong team's favorite. I like the the way that the the form that Illinois is in right now, not not fit. Um, Wisconsin boys. All right, we're heading over to Tucson, Arizona. 11 a.m. here on the West Coast. We got Oregon. We got Arizona, which means uh, we got another opportunity wow. for the Kramer Cat. Mm. Arizona laying 13 and a half here. How do you feel about ducks? Uh, no, no beef with ducks. I I kind of like how they, you know, they, they, they're kind of, they're kind of a bird that I don't know if they're really fierce ever. Mm. They seem a little bit, a little bit fierce. Uh, yeah. I, they'll go after a yeah. dog. I've seen them go after a dog. Yeah, or two. They could be a little fierce, but it's you gotta, the Canadian you gotta like goose how they're, you gotta they're up in the air and they're also down on the river. Mm. You know what I mean? You don't like that much. Other birds, you know, they're, <laughs> not, they're they high on birds. They strike California me as California condor. I could do, I could do an hour on right now. I, I did right? see that video. Yeah, up. it did. It did strike. It does strike me as the kind of animal that probably got eaten a lot. Like like ducks have been benefited by humans. Oh, ducks taste fantastic too. I'm just saying, yeah. like ducks back. You know, when if there were more predators, I'd imagine we'd have less ducks. Mm. Yeah, but so anyway, how, how do you feel about eating duck? Uh, it's fine. You know, I married a, a Korean woman. Um, so yeah. it's a they it's like a common. I, I would say the thing. Asian cuisines like duck. It's a greasier yeah. meat. They like the dark meat over there in uh, in Asia. Take that comment the, for what you will. The the duck is delicious. All right, duck's delicious. So, but um, uh, you're but you you're you're pushing duck on me like you're gonna tell me that it's time to take. Well, I mean, look, but, uh, let's go back to bracketology here. Oregon, need this I mean, game. they are in a really really desperate spot here. Dana Altman. You know, some are speculating uh, potential retirement. You know, potential retirement after the season. I know he's not he does not not wanting to deal with the portal anymore. I don't know. Just well, the the program has been you know for a while there. They were making the final fours and elite eights and stuff, and they it's been it's been tough. Now a lot of that's been injury related, but anyway, they have had their struggles. Nineteen and nine, and and me and Mac were going over this on the college basketball experience episode yesterday. Their resume doesn't have a lot of meat to it. They need a win like this. Going into Tucson, where Arizona's fourteen and one at home, and you gotta like the spot if you're a Duck fan, catching Arizona off of the Dust Bowl against uh, the <laughs> Territorial Cup against Arizona State. But at the same time, I just don't know if they're good enough to go in there and win. So, I mean, I'll take the points in Oregon because of how desperate they are, and you gotta like, you know, Arizona coming off of the like. Anytime you can catch the the back end of the rivalry game, you know, that's always a good thing. Uh, so I will take the points with the ducks, but I, I don't see an outright win. And really, I think they're going to have to win the PAC 12 tournament to get in after they lose this game. I know they have uh, what Colorado and Utah after that. And maybe those two wins, maybe I mean, Colorado's a, a fringe team as well. Utah so. too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, not a lot there. I got it. I'll take the points, but I, I think, I think cats win by seven or eight Mac. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to take the points too. This is a, all in kitchen sink game for, for Oregon. They got to They got to find a way to get one of these. I mean, this starts a stretch where they go, Arizona, 
on the road. Then they go Colorado, Utah at home. So they kind of were asleep last night against Oregon State. Um, I think they're. I think they were looking ahead to this game. And I, Altman's. I still like Altman as a coach, just like I like Greg Gard as a coach. So back against the wall here. I think this is going to be a a closer game than people think. So I'll take the points. Yeah, inter- Arizona, interesting spot here. I mean, it, it does it does seem like they they don't necessarily need to to dominate, um, but they also can't afford to to lose this game with what with yeah, Washington State one right on their ass. Washington State has the tiebreaker on them, so I could you could also build that case of hey, you know, they got to handle business there, uh, you know, to 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 get that one seed in the Pac-12 tournament. Because another thing is Arizona's got to play at UCLA and at USC. I know those teams have underachieved, but let's be honest. That the, they have talent on those rosters, um, yeah. so it's it, you could lose that game if if you're not paying attention. So both teams tough schedules, but Ducks are the play. Uh, what are you doing there? Points? Are yeah. you kidding me? I'm laying it with Arizona. Woo. Come on, <laughs> I, I knew uh, he was. You guys are talking about retirement. Uh, you know they're on the, the their season could be over here soon. They might need a run in the in the Pac-12 chant the, the last final Pac-12 uh, tournament. Yeah, well, uh, maybe maybe they continue to do it just with two teams. Uh, you just yeah, you have auto buys <laughs> all the way to the championship. It'll be yeah. like one of those. Like the AC, what, who who are the conferences that have like the four buys? <laughs> it's like uh, they start the WCC, I think. <laughs> yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. Like Gonzaga's got yeah. the quad buy. You just say uh, Oregon State and Washington State both on the quad buy this year. Uh, I will uh, I will fade uh, the Ducks. Um, also, not I would say if I'm ranking duck in terms of my eatable birds, uh, I'm not as high on duck as everyone else. Really? I'll put it that way. I think it's a little overrated. I think you might have a little too much though. That's probably why it's just greasy. Like what are you going to tell me? Goose is good too. Come on. 1130 AM on the West coast, right into Omaha, Nebraska, where the Michael Crichton's are taking on the Shaka cats, this shock, our cat, the Shaka cats. Eagles, man. No, I was trying to do a play on uh, Shaka smart. Um, the Eagles taking on the Crichton's. Now they say the blue Jays are huge assholes. I, uh, you know, uh, what do you mean? Like blue Jays, the birds? Yeah. Hmm. You, you haven't heard that. Uh, they wouldn't be an asshole to an Eagle. I know that. Well, e- yeah. Eagles are Eagles are some bad motherfuckers. Eagles kill. Yeah. Uh, if, if the Eagle wasn't the mascot for our country, we may have different, uh, different view on them. And, and also for those who are not up to speed on dinosaurs being birds, imagine something like five times the size of an Eagle coming down on you. Yeah, um, life would be hard back then. You're just going for a nice dip in the pool. Just some gigantic, this giant predatory <laughs> bird comes down and try to pick you up and rip you in two. You know they just did like a show on Netflix about that. I think even Morgan Freeman's narrating it again. Oh, geez. You know I'm, I mean? I'm out just, on Morgan Freeman. Uh, do, acting do or, or narrating? Just I would say do some research. Mar- no, I, Mar- I did some research, but I mean, what what the fuck do I care about him narrating? It's Cr- just Cr- words. You know Cr- what I mean? Creighton Cr- laying three and a half here. They have not been the best home team this year against the spread, Colby. I believe they're re- sitting right around 500 uh, against the number, maybe even below 500 against the number. Stormwatch uh, in Omaha. Wh- Stormwatch so in Omaha. They'll storm here if they win against Marquette. Number Mac. five I'm, I'm team like, in the nation. Are you, you kidding first. me? Uh, before we get to the weatherman, uh, I I don't know if they would storm, but I would not be opposed to it. I mean, if it, if it's right, hey. Go ahead, get on that Wait. court and celebrate. So number twelve, Michael Crichton hosting number five, Marquette. You're telling me, I think they would storm, right? If they wanted like the buzzer, I think they would storm. Well, they're lay- I mean, you're projecting a three and a half point spread. 
Yeah, and yeah. you got to lay it, by the way. And because, I'm laying it. That's yeah. why I said no storm because I think they're. I think there's a great spot. That's they, true. They're probably not going to storm because they win by 25. Mm, but yeah, um, yeah I, I'm I'm with you, Mac. I like I I think it's just the hardest place to win in the Big East. I know this year, uncharacteristically, they've lost a couple, but especially if you're a ranked team, I don't think you win in this building. You know, so I I'm all over that. I I think you know the fact that they have so many offensive weapons, uh. To me, I mean, we were on them last night, and uh, that was a great play. I yeah. just think that yeah. in that building, with the energy of that crowd behind them, and that the fact that if one guy's having an off night, they have two, three, four different guys that are capable of scoring the ball. All the difference, you know, they're the 19th uh, best offensive rated team in the nation. I know Shaka's team can play defense, but on the road like that, I just think it's a horrible, horrible spot for any ranked team. Uh, and also I'm stacking the money green here, uh, 18th in the nation in free throw shooting compared to 200 and I'm sorry, 167th for uh, the Marquette golden Eagles. So all over the blue, is days. this a senior night for Cockbrenner? Uh No, ne- I believe they have one more game, right? Yeah. Wait, no, no, no. This actually is because they have a bye week They have a bye week for some reason this week. So huh. this is, this is senior night. Um, also Marquette's coming off three straight home games, um, where they just drilled teams and it was the bottom half of the league. Um, they're hitting the road. They Marquette's won three in a row in the series This is revenge for Creighton. Um, and also Marquette's got UConn on deck this week. So Kolek got banged up, got some stitches last night. I, I like Creighton in the smash spot there. They've been playing really well at home in February, Kramer, January. They were shit. No, I'm in. Uh, I like this one also. I I do like how the Marquette is looking ahead to Yukon, uh, who just absolutely. Yeah. I mean, if if Hurley was ever to commit a uh, a crime, it would look something like that game. He put all of yeah. his rage into that one. All right, so we all agree. Uh, let's see here. Uh, oh boy, I I and I'll I'll have to update because we forgot to mention that uh, the Discord will also be on Kansas. Uh, but now uh, we're all on Creighton, which means the Discord, Villanova, Kansas, and Marquette now in your kitty. Good and, luck. and you have one dog thus far. Oh well, that's we're on pace. We're on pace because we're about halfway through the card. So that, uh, two, two to three dogs is usually my max. And I did say Illinois should be favored. So uh, uh, yeah, you know, can't get them all right, uh, but I'm certainly not going to get them wrong. Laying all the favorites. South Florida heads to Charlotte, North Carolina to take on. Charlotte, Eclits, I think is what you guys call them. Minus four, mm-hmm. one p.m. on the West Coast. Uh, well, I, well, it's such a stacked slate, and we have to dip into some minor conference wow. basketball wow. here. Is that is that what we're doing, Mac? What are we doing here? Oh, dude, this is a great game. Uh, Abdur Rahim down there in year one is maybe going to win National Coach of the Year. They won thirteen in a row. But if you remember. Colby, when these two teams played the first time earlier uh, in February or late January, Charlotte had a 20 point lead and yes. South Florida came all the way back. I think the streak stops tomorrow. Bulls need to drop a game. Uh, and I think they're going to clinch the regular season at home next week. So give me uh give me the clits. Let's go lay, lay the number. Yeah. And folks, if you, if you're not cut up uh, South Florida is one 13 in a row there, they have a three game lead on Charlotte. Who's in second place and Florida Atlantic. And they're catching four points and they're there. But, but this I'm with, I'm with Mac Charlotte's 12 and one at home, South Florida. They play with a little bit of fire against UTSA. Yeah. Um, I, I just think this is a bad spot. You look at, uh, they're still going to be fine to get the one seed in the AAC. 
you look at the remaining schedule home to Tulane at Tulsa. They probably win both those. So I think the clits get them. I know Josh, by the way, who's not here behind the scenes, producer Josh uh, has been hitting up some of these Charlotte basketball games. He said, dude, the atmosphere has uh, been, been crazy. Yes, yeah. it has been. And a lot of that is, I think I think a guy, not a lot of people are talking about is Aaron Fern is doing a great job coaching as the interim head coach there coming in. And I know they, they signed him to a long-term deal, but um, why was he interim Sanchez left for UVA? Mm, um, the tough one. Yeah. He's going to be the coach of UVA next year. <laughs> yeah. That's our theory is Tony Bennett retires really He's done with this NIL shit. That's why he left. Yeah. yeah. Why wouldn't you be? Yeah. Um, uh, give me the clits. Let's go. Does seem like it's a big number, but I'm I'm never gonna take South Florida here. This one stinks. I'm surprised you didn't men- mention Courtney Love. Um, uh, and of course, she has uh, some of her greatest uh, shows on memory took place in Charlotte. So who, who can forget those? The the, the you know, specifically those acoustic ones where she was just. Um, I'm just kidding. I know nothing about Courtney Love. NC State heads to Chapel Hill, North Carolina. You know, someone hit me up about Courtney Love. Did not understand the joke at all, so I had to spell it out to him. I was like, you see. Colby has this joke about her smelling. The, youth, so when the youth is confused about a lot of things. You it, know? It's unbelievable. Yeah. It's like the, the guy, first of all, he's like, I don't understand. You guys are always mentioned this Courtney love from what I can tell. She was a singer oh my God. <laughs> NC state, the pussy pack. They're taking on the tar heels, big rivalry spot here. North Carolina laying a big number. I laid a big number with North Carolina against Miami earlier in the week. And somehow they made a, a, a complete mess out of that one. I would assume they're going to take care of business against the pussy pack. What, Mac, what are we doing here? Uh, I'll let you go first. Since I'm guessing you don't have the extreme bias and hatred towards uh, NC state that Colby does, or maybe you do. And I'm walking no. into a trap. <laughs> what are we doing in this one? I, I do think they're the pussy pack cause they're in the ACC <laughs> and that's just the pussy fucking league. But oh, uh, wow. I, I just, I, NC state's like pit where they it's cha cha cha. They, they could get up for this one. I could see them winning the game outright. It would not shock me if they went into Chapel Hill and won the game outright. They're off the Florida State loss. I would assume they're thinking, hey, if we're going to get back on the bubble, we got to get this game. Um, NC State plays up to their competition. They always play down to their competition. So I'll take NC State here uh, in Chapel Hill and the rivalry. Yeah, I mean, look, they haven't won in Chapel Hill since 2017, and they they needed overtime to get that done. They've only won. Uh, what I think twice they've only won twice in Chapel Hill since 2008. Uh, so but can it, they cover 13 and a half? I mean, even yeah. longer. They they've only won twice since 2002. Um, I do think they can cover it. I think they can cover it. So uh, especially you know we were on fading the pussy pack because that we thought they were looking ahead to this game when they when they went down to Tallahassee and Florida State got them like we projected because that's what NC State does. They collapse in in moments where they you know you think they're going to be able to put it together and make a run, but this is one that they can actually this is they they lost that game so now they have a talented roster so they could they could stay within this number. Uh, I I think you take the pussy pack. It sounds terrible to say Carolina's going to win the game. But the pussy pack and cover it's a rivalry game. All right. So give Wait, me you taking NC State. I think you gotta take oh, NC wow. State here. Uh what? The, I think you gotta. It's just too many points. Too many points. Kramer's up to win for Carolina. UNC minus 12 and a half. Yes, please. <laughs> Colby, what are we doing here? You're taking <laughs> NC State? You know how gross you're gonna feel? You're gonna love when they get boat raced out of this building. Here's the thing. I also hate North Carolina. Now no, they're no. not as bad. 
as NC State. Well, let me ask you this: What is the uh, what is the number one Dent brother think about this game? I know he's a Duke fan. Oh, I think he would take NC State in the points. I guess NC State fan. Yeah, he's he is a little bit of a closet NC State. Yeah. fan. That's weird. Yeah. Huh? Is that normal? Yeah, I don't. I don't think so. He's. It's all. It's all confusing. I feel like yeah, that. If he's, go- he's App State's his favorite non-Duke yeah. school, but after that, it might be. NC Feels State. like the kind of yeah. disease you have to take a shit in a bag and set it in for some sampling to get diagnosed. <laughs> All right, uh, I'm I'm on UNC. These the you're you're both wait, you're both on the pussy pack. Yep. Yeah. Play up to the competition. Play down to your competition. That's, NC that's, State. That's a fair argument. Um, you know what? Oh, we have one for the Discord. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I, I this three game homestand just seems like it will be disinteresting to UNC. Uh, because it's all about the Duke game to end the season, I would imagine. Yeah. Uh, and we just we just saw it. I watched them go from oh sweet they're gonna beat Miami by thirty points to four really four points. You idiots! VCU heads to Richmond. Well, VCU and Richmond face off in Richmond, Virginia, three p.m. on the West Coast. Mac, I, this feels like the kind of game that you might be showing up to. Richmond laying four and a half here, according to Prick Dundee. Uh, as we see an anonymous badger pop into the chat, a spider, a badger, and a ram walk into a bar. Uh, Mac, what are we doing here? Yeah, I think so. Last time when Colby was uh, was out uh, get, get, getting ready to deliver White Tiger, uh, I, I filled in and I had VCU handing Richmond their first eight ten loss. This these two teams hate each other and. They, uh, you look at the standings. You got what? Uh, you got Richmond at sitting at thirteen and two. VCU um, two games back, but this is revenge. And this game's at Richmond U of R. I, I'm going to take the home team in the Spiders. They're they're really good at home, and uh, it's a wine and cheese crowd. So I'll be on the wine and cheese uh, on this side of the rivalry tomorrow or Saturday night. I do want to go this game. This but game's so great. Many other good games. This man. game's great. On a Friday night. I know this game's great, and uh, it's one of the ones like this is this is where you know if if they're really a college basketball head. You know what I mean? If you yeah. meet someone's, oh uh, yeah, I love basketball. I love college basketball. And it's like if they can talk about if they know about Richmond VCU, yeah, then you know they that they they might be cool. Um, uh, yeah, I I gotta go the other way. VCU owns them. They've they they've won six of the last seven. The only time Richmond got them was in DC in 2021. Uh, VCU is ahead of schedule. They're a veteran team. I mean, uh, Mooney has done a great job at Richmond this year, and the fact that they you know considering they lost you know uh, a bunch of key players over the past two years, uh, specifically Burton to 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 Villanova. They're 13 and one at home, but VCU resides in that same city. They're not going to be rattled there at the Robin Center, all right. Um, they're five and two on the road. Unbelievable job by Ryan Odom. You remember Ryan Odom? He was at UMBC Love. when they knocked off the Wahoos. Love. Ryan um, I just think they're the better team, and I know Richmond's. In, and, and then you add the target of Richmond being on in first place currently in the A10 with VCU two games back. VCU loses this game. They're going three games back. They're not sniffing the top seeds in the tournament the, or the so last time Richmond beat VCU was in 2020, 21, 21, my God in DC though. So VCU has won VCU has won six of seven and nine of uh nine of 11. So loading up VCU's they're still super talented. They go on the road, they get it done. 
Um, I, I just think that they're, they're more athletic than VCU and they can, they can, you know, oh. give some matchup problems for, with their athletes. Uh, I know VCU also has the better offense, but surprising, not surprising, I guess. Cause uh, you know, I guess, I guess historically VCU has been such a great defensive team. They're still 89th in defensive rating, but Odom's more of an offensive guy. Uh, Richmond with the higher rated defense at 22nd. So, so Richmond beat VCU in the A10 tournament in 2022. Uh, but if you go, look at the regular season, the last time they won 2021 was a shortened season uh, due to COVID. Yeah, no, they've only won. So they, they won in DC by 11 and 21, or right. I guess technically they'd be 22. Yeah, it says tw- the thing I'm looking at says 21-22 season. Oh, so uh, the then the other win was 2019-20. They won in Richmond. Yeah. They blew out VCU by eighteen. All right, I'm, yeah. this is a program dominance situation. I feel like I've been lied to by Mac here. Um, you know, to to quote the Jay Billis interview from earlier with what we were listening to, he was just disingenuous to us <laughs> by telling me, "Give me, give me VCU plus all the points." Uh, this is Revenge. this is yeah. Good luck. This this is a. I think if you're gonna play this, also it's worth the money line because just in these heated rivalry games, I I. Even if even if VCU loses, I still expect this to be a close. You game. want to hear a dirty yeah, secret of it. mine? I I if I ever play a dog in college basketball, I always play the money line. Uh, Virginia, <laughs> uh, maybe not the most profitable strategy, but it works for me. Uh, Virginia heads to Durham, North Carolina, at 3 p.m. here on the West Coast, in search of what the fuck is a Wahoo? Big Illuminati spot here. Duke laying eight and a half. Filipowski. Um, Played, but uh, went uh, lower than his point total. Shout out to us for nailing that on the underdog entry. Um, People hate Duke already. No one who like no one who uh, is a college basketball fan that isn't a media member or a fan of Duke is is, is going to be happy about Duke. It does seem like if there was ever a time for Duke to get completely throttled uh, by Virginia's defense. And and show up lame here. This would be it. But Virginia fucking sucks, dude. Uh, like they're not even a good. Dude, they're this not is good the most anymore. hilarious team in the country, in my opinion. They're not good because, anymore because they're twenty one and eight, man. Tony Bennett. I'm telling you, we we should have statues built for this man. Yeah. Um, uh, because he's good looking. I'll there's no one good on. They're just not a good basketball team. But they're twenty one and eight, and they're two and a half games out of first. So it's a huge game because Duke's currently in second place, one game uh, back from first. UVA is two and a half games back. Gigantic game in the ACC between second and third place, and can we know Duke and Carolina points, play in the following week. No, I can't. Yeah. Duke is just going to fuck them up because I believe Virginia is not any good. So I have to lay the eight and a half, even though you know I've been at war with these Duke fans for the past week. I just think UVA is not any good. And you get Cameron indoor stadium, the Cameron crazies behind there that will chant whatever they, they, as they try to th- get on their moral high horse, like they never, you know, told uh, Eric Montrose that he's had fucking herpes and is, uh, you know, it is weird for yeah. a, for a university that, you know, I don't want to say they're, they're all Duke graduates have racist past, but they definitely have had a checkered history. And so now that they they are on their high horse, I just love the fans because like, they definitely told Jerry Stackhouse you look like an alien piece of shit uh, that's got rabies. You know what I mean? Like he's at the free throw yeah, line. Duke, Duke, fan, yeah. Duke fans are like any other popular fan base; they're the worst, and the rules apply to them only when they apply to them. So, 
Uh, yeah, again, I think I think it is going to create this. Uh, maybe it's just with the fans, but it does seem like it's going to create this extra little angle. It almost feels like the Grayson Allen year, where there was this a little bit of extra oomph from people of like like fuck this team. Uh, Mac, what are we doing here? Wahoos or the fuck this teams? <laughs> the, the the wine and cheese bowl here. Um, I'm going to take Virginia just because every time they go to the Durham, it's always a, it's always a good game. I know they're not good, but I think that they could drag it in the mud and lose by five or six. I, I just, I can't see them winning. And yeah, maybe this is me, the bias talking right now that I hate fucking hate Duke. Uh, and I hate all these motherfuckers tweeting at me, but uh, yeah, I, I, I th- I'll take Virginia in a desperate spot. Um, they, they need another win to really solidify their resume. I don't think they'll get it done, but I, I think Tony Bennett much better coach than John Shire too. Uh, you know, if you if you get rid of their Virginia Tech massacre road loss, they have not lost on the road since a back to back spot against NC State and Wake Forest. Yeah, can't lose to the Pussy Pack. All right, <laughs> give me You're UVA plus. Get, yeah, this is a really tough spot for me because I also hate UVA. UVA yeah. plus eight and a half. There you go. Uh, nope, nope. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't be on the side <laughs> of Duke right now. I can't believe you're taking Duke, Colby. All right, a couple more games to go. Five p.m. on the West Coast. More, uh, more of my favorite West Coast conference: the Boise State Broncos. Uh, they're taking on New Mexico, laying three and a half here in Boise, Idaho. Mac, what are we doing? Little Mountain West matchup for you. Yeah, great, great game. Like you said, uh, man, what's up with New Mexico? They've lost three out of four at the pit. Um, Won really the Air puzzling. Force. There were nineteen point favorites against the Falcons. But l- like you said, New Mexico. Last time they did lose at the pit, they were able to go to uh, Nevada and get a big win against Steve Alford. I, but I, I, I don't know. The first meeting, Boise won at the pit. I'm torn on this game. I'm gonna Colby. Who's our guy on Boise? Uh, DJ. Oh uh, no, you're talking about the, the guy that. Uh, what's no, his Tyson DJ. Oh That's no, a, I thought you were talking about the guy that wears the goggles. I'm drawing a blank on oh, his name right now. No, no, Andrew. No. Andrew Meadow. Yes, Meadows. Yes. Um, I just think of Meadow from uh, whatever show that was when we were younger. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Tyson DJ Hart, Andrew Meadow. Uh, what what's not to like about this team? No, that the, this Boise team's fun. Uh, you know, they, what's they his got, name Ogbo or whatever. Yeah, and Omar Stanley who transferred in from St. John's. Uh, and don't forget, coach's son Max Rice. Uh, yeah, New Mexico right now is a team I can't get a read on. Did you say you're taking? Did you say you're taking? New he's Mexico? not sure. He's I'm gonna I'm sure. gonna take New Mexico. I'm gonna mm-hmm. take them as a as a bounce back. They've lost these bad games, but then when they've hit the road, they've 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 bounced up. They went to Wyoming and won by twenty. They went to Nevada and got a big win. I think it's another back against the wall. We got to write the ship, and they've had a week off. And Boise did win at the pit. Yeah, I they did like win at the pit angle. earlier this year, so it could uh, be a the, little revenge spot. Isn't this a pace makes the game kind of game where Boise's going to control the pace? Like New Mexico wants to play a certain way, Boise wants to play the opposite, and Boise's going to win because they're at home. My thing is Boise is such a veteran team, though. Give I, me Boise. Yeah, I, I'm going to go Boise too. I, I'm going to go Boise. This too. time of year, again, people always ask me, "What do I like to look at?" I already gave you one: the offensive re. Like when a team is carried by offensive rebounding percentage. And they're kind of a fake good offense, which by the way, New Mexico is not totally that, but a little bit that I also like when you get, I think home environment, if you think a team's going to have the environment, then I think you have to assume they're going to win the tempo and Boise's playing for that 
number one seed right now. They're tied with Utah State. All San Diego right, State let's a take, half back. We love Broncos. Yeah, let's we go. love Broncos. Buckham Broncos. Let's go. We love Broncos. All right. 5 p.m. on the West Coast. We're into Tuscaloosa, Alabama. Roll Tide. Uh, Tennessee has become a popular national championship pick. I'm seeing all the uh, gambling Twitter posts of people. Can saying you imagine that, if Rick Barnes wins a national uh, no, championship I, this year? That's my thought. Like, guys, yeah. are you are you not aware of Rick Barnes in the tour? Come on, guys. Uh, he he's great at the regular season stuff. We know exactly how this is going to end in a game where his team. Oh, Wait, what, what's this? They're gonna forget how to fucking score, and they're gonna lose a close game. And down the stretch, you're gonna be like, "Why do you not have an offensive play for right now in this moment?" Alabama laying three here. To me, Alabama is the exact kind of team that's gonna waste them in the tournament. But right now, I don't know. I don't know if I want to go. I, I've been having a good, a good stretch taking Tennessee going against Alabama. Mac, what are you doing? I'm gonna lay it with, with, with the tide. They're at home. They're, that place is freaking bonkers, and they just they just run away from teams in that building. And this could be the game where Tennessee goes through a drought, and they drilled Alabama last month in uh, in Knoxville. Revenge. Bama makes their 23s tomorrow. They're 13 and one at home. All right. Yeah. yeah. And They're really good at home. Tennessee, though, to their credit, is six and three on the road. They but they've won five straight. And I just think you, this environment, you know, they're they're, the Auburn yeah. I, I, to to me, the fact that uh, that Bama just, uh, you know, I know they got past Ole Miss and came back, but they got destroyed before that by Kentucky. Um, I I think they, the statement game. They say, hey, we're going to win the SEC regular season title. This is the step, the first step in the right direction here. Before you shit the bed in the NCAA tournament again. Once again, they never made the Sweet 16. Uh, so I will take Bama minus three. They get it done. They get that 21st win of the season. Top rated offense in the country. I know, obviously, Rick Barnes, known as such a great defensive coach. That's, I'll take the top rated offense at home behind a lit environment to beat good offense, beats good defense. What are you doing here, buddy? Their road losses, at least the eight conference ones, have been in the rock fights. Texas A&M, weird game. Mississippi State, weird game. Kind of want to take Tennessee here. I think my thesis is that Rick Barnes. I think this team's going to close strong. I think they're going to be a very chalky option in the in March, and we're going to get this is the. I'm starting to put get the pen out to circle Tennessee as maybe the team, not Kansas this year, not Duke. That chokes hard because everyone's everyone's got the expectations. What I would add is a fun trivia question for you guys, since you're college basketball heads. Uh, who did they lose? Who is that one lost to at home for Alabama? It was early, right? Yeah, it was uh, early. Clemson. Yeah. It was Clemson. Clemson. Yeah, Clemson yeah. beat yeah. this team. Clemson, yeah. PJ Hall. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, I think when you when you look at the the types of games that Alabama struggles in, it's it's basically games where their 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 defense lets them down. They still score, and so uh, I think if their defense lets them down against Tennessee, Tennessee's defense is going to be good enough. Their their defense, specifically around the three point line, is going to be good enough. I like Tennessee. Let's go. They're they're not going into a rock fight here, so I like them uh, on the road. Take another dog here. Wow. Taking another dog. Wow. I'm telling you, regular season Rick Barnes is something I've got. I've fallen in love with a little bit this year. But boy, do I I cannot wait to fade this man. Maybe I'm thinking it's going to be some sort of like eight to ten point dog, uh, second round, like a one versus uh, what would that be? Uh, eight nine. Yeah. Yeah. 
I'm, 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 like envision, dude, I, I'm envisioning like a Northern Iowa type team. I would say Alabama. I almost fade Alabama in March better than Barnes. I mean, oh, them too. Yeah, them yeah, too. Yeah. They're, they're also gold. on the list. Yeah. Uh, and just in terms of, you know, because when things don't, at least with Alabama, when things don't go right, they still have. I feel like with Tennessee, the the one game where the offense doesn't go right, they're gonna fall flat on their fucking face. He, uh, all right, so once again, I'm disagreeing with the experts. Who who knew that's usually a great strategy for me. Houston heads to Norman, Oklahoma, where reports are still coming out of Norman that are suggesting that Porter Moser still is not uh, talking to Sister Jean via cell phone, no text, no phone, nothing. Houston laying eight here. Is it possible Houston is going to come into the Big Twelve, kick the door down, and just say, uh, "Yeah"? I mean, is yeah. is is this not the ba- best case for like conferences really not being as important as we try to make them seem in college basketball? They they went up a level, which is supposed to be hard to do to, to the best conference, to the best conference, yeah. and yeah. arguably, but probably definitely the best conference in college basketball, and they're gonna walk through. Well, not walk through it, but they're gonna they're gonna come out the other end pretty pretty good. Yeah, I mean, what the remaining schedule? They They've have- lost to Kansas on the road. No one's gonna get mad at them for that. They lost to Iowa State on the road, which is one of the tough road spots in the Big Twelve. And that was a and close game. Yeah, Iowa State is a very good team this year, and they lost the TCU on the road. Who a TCU is a team that I've circled in pen weeks ago. Bet on in March, veterans. Uh, Jamie Dixon's the scary part, but that's it. That, those are the blemishes for this Houston team. They've gone through the gauntlet of the Big Twelve. They're winning road games in the Big Twelve. I assume we're just going to lay the points with them here against a, an Oklahoma team that is uh, untrustworthy at best. Yeah, I mean, uh, this is Kelvin Sampson's homecoming. I mean, he was at eight points, eight points, maybe a little steep. Obviously, he was at uh, you know Oklahoma and Norman there for a long time. And look, they haven't played. I mean, they played uh, pre-Sampson, but. Um, this is an interesting matchup just because they haven't played. So there it's a homecoming for Kelvin Sampson feels um, like a pretty obvious spot to just continue to ride Houston, right? I'm going to take a shot on these points here. I think Oklahoma really? is going to be able to keep it in the mix here. They're 13 and three at home. I know Houston's six straight wins. They're due for a close game. I think Porter Moser's defense can present some challenges to Houston's offense, get that home crowd behind them. Uh, and you know, I just think I Houston probably still wins the game, but not a crazy, not a crazy thought at a money line play there. Not a crazy one. Uh, the Oklahoma just got waxed in Ames, only scored forty five points. So, uh, yeah, currently an eight seed according to Bracket Matrix. What, Taking a what, shot. What, what what a week for uh, Oklahoma. They got to play Iowa State's defense and they got to play Houston's defense. That that's a fun draw. Um, I'm gonna be on Oklahoma too. I think that they're better at home and I like to fade the return game for, for the coach. I think it's a distraction. I think there's emotions uh, with how things ended there. Give me Oklahoma. And I I agree Hmm. with you, Colby. I think Oklahoma is live in this game. I think Houston's due for a loss. Everybody is is now. I think if you're a Houston fan, you want to lose this game in a way. I've been saying for weeks that they're the best team in the country, but now all of a sudden the national heads are talking about it. This is when you want to fade them. I think. Yeah, I, I like um, I like that angle. I would circle the UCF game. Weird road trip. Um, bounce house. Yeah, the yeah. bounce house. Maybe that. Maybe that's more of the logical spot. I'll lay the points here. 
Um, I do. I do think that uh, Samson's going to want to fuck up his old team. Uh, six or sorry, six wins in a row for Houston is the eighth longest win streak in the nation. They're tied with Gonzaga, Princeton, McNeese State, App State, and Arkansas State. Who has the longest win streak in right now? the country right now? Longest active win streak. South Florida is second. I was about to say that 13. was my first guess. Um, Charlotte is uh, tied for six with seven. They're tied with, tied with Little Rock. Uh, it's St. Mary's, right? St. Mary's uh, has won one. fifteen straight yeah. uh, in the WCC. After that, South Florida thirteen. JMU. And Mary Mac both on nine, <laughs> and Colby. We talked about him the other night. Tarleton State, uh, number five out of not the, after tonight. Out of the whack, not after Dixie. tonight. Um, uh, all right, so uh, I'm on Houston. You guys are on Oklahoma. Yes. Once again, we're disagreeing with the experts. Okay. All right. Uh, next up, again, circled this team in pen. I didn't realize, and maybe it's maybe it's Jamie Dixon's hair that actually brought me all the way back around on TCU. Uh, maybe it's their veter- veteran leadership. Maybe it's the guard play. Uh, Jameer Nelson's kid. I just I've watched this team do stuff that is just ready made for March. Uh, they've gotten the bounces. They they seem to understand what to do under pressure. This will be a great test for them as they head up to Provo, Utah, to take on BYU, laying the points. Uh, simple handicap for me. I know you're going to tell me BYU. This environment will be lit. Uh, but I, I'm, I'm, I think at this point I'm going to get ready for the tournament and start getting uh, ready by betting on TCU every chance I can. Well, I can tell you this: TCU just lost. We were on them uh, on Monday to to Baylor. The Super Soaker is lit. BYU is 14 and two at home there, and you know obviously have a top 20 offense and and their defense. That's a one of the, one of the underrated things I think that Mark Pope's got them doing is they're they're right there defensively. I mean I think TCU only charts I think three three spots better than them in defensive rating. Uh, however, though TCU is a veteran team, I think six and a half is a little too much. I will take the I'll take a shot on the frogs coming into the Super Soaker and being in this game. I don't know if they're. I mean, it's not a crazy money line play either, but I think they can. They're a veteran team. They can be in this game, and they've they've been to some t- some hostile road environments this year. Yeah. So I I give me give me the six and a half. BYU just beat Kansas, man. It's a I'm great with you. Letdown I, spot. I'm blindly yeah. losing money on TCU the rest of the season. If if so be it, if, if that's the way it's going to be, Mac. I love TCU here, and you mentioned it. They've been good. They've been good on the road. They led for 35 minutes in Lubbock. Um, they won at K State. They won at Baylor in triple overtime. Um, and 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 they should have won at the Fog as well. And this is a letdown. And from a matchup standpoint, TCU's big, strong veterans, athletic. I think that bothers uh, BYU's kind of cha-cha-cha. They're, they're a cha-cha-cha <laughs> offense too with all those threes. Yeah, uh, that's it, I mean they live and die by the three. I mean they yeah. they have one of the biggest disparities. Um, you know, again navigating the Kenpon page, but if you look at the point distribution section, they have one of the largest disparities between reliance on three pointers and reliance on two pointers in the country. Uh, they're bottom twenty in two pointers. They're two second in the country in three pointers. So. Pretty pretty easy formula to how to slow them down, um, and yeah, I, li- I like it. I like the cha cha cha. We don't. I feel like we 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 stopped using that for a while, Colby. We, I, it, I've always used it, but I use it, it more was a, in football. Yeah, I feel it was like, originally yeah. a football. We used yeah. to make fun of the Big Twelve for having the high their high school offenses, their cha 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 offenses. <laughs> uh, so uh, pretty pretty sweet sw- symmetry to bring it all the way around to the basketball side. Cha 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 for BYU. Uh, we're all fading them. 
Uh, TCU. Oh, uh, so the Discord gets gets the super mm, soakers. Yeah, uh, one more game to go. Discord already sitting on a card of six games. Gonzaga heads to take on St. Mary's. Beautiful uh, upstate. Do do people ever call it upstate California? We gotta we gotta start calling it that, Colby. Upstate California, just like upstate New York. Going Instead of saying Norco or 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 Central California or you know Central Coast, we'll just say upstate. Uh, <laughs> Gonzaga travels down to upstate California, where they're catching five and a half. And if St. Mary's wins tonight, they're playing Pepperdine tonight. They clinch. Uh, so this so game might not mean as much well, as what we think when they beat Pepperdine, right? Yes, they're 16 point favorites if memory serves me correct. So with the idea that this game will not matter to St. Mary's, you have to take Gonzaga, right? Or or is I don't the rivalry know, because there's blood in the water. St. Mary's has won the last two in Morega. It's it the biggest be number three in a row, largest <sighs> spread in some time, if ever. Randy Bennett doesn't seem like the type of guy that's going to say, "Hey, let's just let off the gas." No. Uh, they want to bury the Zags. Yeah, I'm gonna lay the five and a half. Uh, obviously, one of I, I I think Gonzaga they're playing at San Francisco tonight, uh, so that that's a dangerous game for them too. But <clears throat> I think the Zags get through San Francisco. I think they lose this game in Morega. St. Mary's has been waiting for this moment for a long time because the Zags have owned the WCC. I will lay the five and a half. Uh, and I'm still fascinated. I know you think like that you lose a little juice if they beat Pepperdine tonight. I'm still fascinated by watching this game. Uh, just uh, from the bird's eye view of college basketball and Gonzaga dominating this conference for so long. I, oh, I know this is St. Mary's year. They're yeah. having a great year. They're yeah. going to run the table in conference, I think. Right. Um, and so, yeah, I, from that perspective, certainly I understand why they're laying a, like, like your projection is probably on the high side. Who knows what this open? If this, if if they don't need the game, what do you think the spread opens as? Because to your point, they may still want to smash them, but I, people yeah, are going to. It could be a lot lower. Yeah. Right? yeah. I, so maybe the move Three is if half. they do clinch, we like it a lot yeah. better. Yeah, I, I'm with you. I, I like that angle. I do think in college sport, even in pro sports, rivalry games matter, and unless the coach is sitting guys and taking those guys off the court, that which I doubt they do. Uh, they're going to be out there for blood. So yeah, I mean, uh, how often have they run the table in conference ever? Not that I never recall. Because Gonzaga's yeah. always yeah. been yeah. there. So yeah. I I don't think you like you, you don't always get a chance to have historic years. So you got to take advantage of it. All right, another uh, another. Plus, it's a favorite. So Mac, you know you're I'm with on us that. on on St. Mary's. Yeah, and it's going to create the narrative headed into Vegas next week that the mm. Zags got to win the tournament to get in the dance and. So, I think we take the Zags to win the tournament next week. Win, win, win uh, salvage the first first out of three games in this series. But yeah, I, I like St. Mary's to run the table here. Let's We're go. gonna have to dive into the schedule, Colby, because uh, Sean and I are gonna be out in Vegas Friday Conference Championship Week. So if there's any sort of uh, activity going on in Vegas, and what might, you get the Pac-12. Well, we got our show Mountain West and WCC. Our show ends at eight, and the Big West. Our show right? ends at eight p.m. So it'd have to be an early game or a late game. But either oh, not way, not the Big West, the WAC. I think the WAC's yeah. out there. The yeah. the Mountain West is out there. We're, was someone say, is the Summit League also out there this year? So someone else was out. It, it might be the there. Big West. It might um, be the Big West. And Did yeah, the WAC is there. I yeah. think yeah. WAC is WAC is there. Um, and yeah, that's, that's a good, uh, so yeah, well, uh, real quick last uh, game. We're all in St. Mary's. So discord officially on Villanova, Kansas, Marquette, South Florida, North Carolina, the tar heels, BYU and Gonzaga. 
And uh, yeah, March Madness is now officially what? The selection Sunday is two weeks from this Sunday. And March starts in about what? 12 hours. March starts in about in less than 12 hours. Uh, If you are going to be in Las Vegas for the first weekend of March Madness, uh, hit us up. We will be out there. Uh, The entire TCE crew, or at least the basketball crew, Noah Mack. Colby, uh, somehow they all found their way to Vegas. Uh, yes. Myself, Sean will be out there. Maybe some some unnamed friends and family also going to be out there. We're going to be uh, watching games over at the Westgate. Uh, we'll be doing shows all week at the Win. Uh, so, somehow we'll uh, we'll get Noah allowed back in over there. Yeah. After last time, uh, we don't like to talk about that. So yeah, let us know. Uh, it would be a good time. We'll be watching. Uh, I. Honestly, Thursday of, of tournaments, uh, March Madness is probably my favorite single. As much as I love the NFL, probably my fing- favorite single day of sports consumption of the year. All right, lock dog tease. Hold on, I'm I, I'm doing a horrible job of uh, doing everything, but I am gonna find the uh, lock dog tease sound effect. Sean, uh, where, where where would if you were Sean, where would you have this on the screen? It, it is very difficult to. Uh, Probably under Eagles lock music. Yeah, I I, I got the lock. Uh, I got the. Dog. Oh, that's not dong. That that's dog. We got the cat. Wow. It's smoking my weed. Colby, do you know where it is on the on the board here? No, I don't. No. I, I never. Yeah. Wait, oh, hold on. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, we got the lock dog tease. Uh, I typically go first. I guess I'll go first again. All right. Uh, my locks have been. Um, have cooled off of late. So I'm going to get back to the, the system that got me here. Uh, first up, don't know if the number is going to be right. That's that Colby put out here, but give me Creighton great matchup, great situational spot. Uh, Marquette coming to town. Let's lay the points with Creighton. Also, I think you gotta, I think you gotta take Providence here laying the short number against Villanova again, just situational spot. It does seem like Saturdays uh, get a little bit more hyphy over here. Uh, see what I did there. I did a, a, a upstate. I did an upstate uh, California term for an upstate New England term there. Um, really butchering geography. All right. So uh, first up, Creighton minus the points. Then we got Providence minus the points as my second lock for the dog. Got a couple dogs on the oh, card. Surprise, surprise. So I got I got some uh, some options here. Uh, let's see here. We're gonna head to yeah. We're just gonna do TCU. Uh, be a little bit of a fanboy here. Uh, TCU money line. They're six and a half point dogs, so this should be juicy enough. Two and a half to one or something like that. Uh, so again, uh, my my lock dog uh, bonus lock, aka best bets for Saturday, March second. Creighton minus three and a half. TCU on the money line and Providence minus the points. Mac, since you are the guest, I will allow you to go second. Colby will back clean up as he always does. Thank you. Uh, I'll lock up the Baylor bears for, for my first locks. Uh, they're going to put it on Kansas. They smell blood in the water. And speaking of smelling blood in the water, give me St. Mary's. He's going to put an end to this Gonzaga at large bid. So Baylor and St. Mary's and for my dog boomer sooner. They beat Woo. Kelvin Sampson in wow. a return game and storm the shit out of that core. Let's go Sooners.
Yeah, ah, Stormwatch. Let me ask you about St. Mary's Stormwatch. If they go undefeated, I think Stormwatch is, oh, go, yeah. is in, in Morega. Now, they've probably been watching the news a little bit too much. You know how upstate California <laughs> does it. Um, so I like um, this upstate Cali. Uh, maybe get maybe they shirt. don't storm, but uh, they should storm 100. If you are listening to this and you're going to this game, make sure you storm. All right. Don't. This is a moment you can have. You might not ever have this moment again. Yeah, that's so, true. Uh, that's a great shirt too. Cause just like New York, it's like, you got the city and then everything else is upstate. It's like, so California, <laughs> everything outside of Southern California, upstate. Let's, let's yes. get Josh. All right, on so uh, Mac is on Baylor, St. Mary's and Oklahoma on the money line. Yes. And uh, look, you guys are overthinking all this stuff. The lock is Michael Crichton minus three and a half. Yeah, I agree with that. Let's uh, look, they're, they're just at that Anytime a ranked team goes in there, it's just not going to happen. Uh, the the other lock, it was interesting. I was battling between Boise and Bama, but I think I'm going to go Boise minus mm, the three and a I half. I like that. I like that uh, against New Mexico. And the dog is the what is the biggest? Well, the biggest rivalry I think on this entire board. The biggest rival. I mean, not not a, again. I'm a TMZ guy, but it, I would imagine the biggest that. rivalry is the VCU Richmond game, right? I, I mean, I guess you have NC State North Carolina, which yeah. probably the history goes back further. But I, they, are I, they in the same city? They're like five minutes from one another. But I, I'm with you. VCU is the play. They're going to win it on the money line. You can't take the pussy pack to win a big game because that's just a scary thought. Uh, VCU beats Richmond. Uh, that's the play. I think, I think I, mean, I can't wait to watch those games. I mean, they, do, do we want to give out a parlay? I love Maybe, a good parlay. Do, yeah. A little, uh, I know he's on Richmond, so we can't we do go, the VCU TCU parlay. I feel like we need a big time money line parlay. We can call it the, uh, the Joe Biden parlay 700 billion and a trillion 300 million. So I mean, <laughs> NC State on the money line. Does it start? There? I don't think that's no. possible. All right, then, yeah, then I'm out. Then we're not doing TCU a big one. on the money line is possible. All right, TCU money line. What do we put yeah. it with? You can do VCU. Yeah. No, I don't. I don't want to. We we got to agree. He picked Richmond. I know. So, we got to yeah. agree. We but I don't think I'm we not. we agreed on. Uh, so TCU and and who? Well, hold on. We like St. Mary's. Okay. Let, let's not overthink this now. But we we don't know what that number is. The clits. Be. Yeah, I was going to say Charlotte. We liked a yeah. lot. Yeah, Creighton we liked a lot. Oh, so Creighton's what, hitting. So Creighton, Creighton's hitting. Get oh, and Baylor. Yeah. So Creighton, Baylor, TCU uh, money line. Creighton, Baylor. We don't need to do TCU money line at this yeah, point because yeah. we can just do t- wait, so all spreads. We'll do TCU. No, I, that, you know no. what? No, keep keep it to keep it to the home teams. Baylor, okay, so Creighton, Creighton minus the points, and to me, St. Mary's. Or or Charlotte, you you guys vote. I think both of those. All right, so Creighton is in. Creighton's in. Baylor's in. Yes, the third one you decide between Charlotte and St. Mary's. What I do you personally think, think Charlotte's probably the better one. Mac, your call. Yeah, Sh- Charlotte's good with me. All right, so Charlotte I minus the point. Them. Charlotte Baylor. Creighton minus the points. And if you want to be spicy, throw in St. Mary's on top of it. Yeah, if you want to be spicy, go to Upstate California. Uh, I feel like a good show, Sean. Or uh, I just called you Sean. Third okay. time, only the third time I called you Sean. It's okay, Bayheim, 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 National Championship, Syracuse. And by the um, way, uh, lock, lock, best bets uh, for March second Saturday. Which, by the way, happy uh, Leap Day if uh, you celebrated. 
Uh, all brought to you by Hall of Fame bets. Win bigger by betting smarter this season. I, I know the college basketball stuff's coming out soon. Uh, get in there. Green means good. Red means bad. I do uh, appreciate some of the uh, the fans out there that uh, send in the screenshots of the what they're on their favorite trends. Uh, enter the parlay ideas into the Hall of Fame bets engine. It gives you the gives you the EV or the V, as I like to say. I'm not a big expected guy, so all about the V. Again, win bigger be- uh, by betting smarter. Hall of Fame bets. Dot com. Use that promo code SGPN to get fifty percent off your first month today. Start researching. Start winning. Hall of Fame bets. All right. Uh, I got nothing else. Let's have a good Saturday. Uh, Mac will uh, talk to you Friday night. Sports Gambling Podcast live on Veasan. Uh, people can also find you on the College Basketball Experience. You guys, I think, go live every night. You talk about every game, or, or maybe you skip some no, games, but mostly game talk about and, all the and games. The Big Twelve Experience, you know. And at big, oh, yeah. 12, uh, you know, um, big 12 experience and live in Vegas. So if you want to hang out with Mac, you want to hang out with Noah, Noah, see how big his cocktail napkin is. Was- we, I, I know no one's listening at this point, but we got to get Noah laid on this trip. Um, that's the mission. Uh, if, whether it's a cocktail or a cocktail napkin, the, the fans have already donated uh, lots of money for the prostitution uh, well, side of things in Vegas. Uh, let's just say this: the tip jar is flush. We'll make sure yeah. it gets put into good use. All right, Colby. What's that? He might get cold feet coming into the trip. Yeah, I bet you he's going to tell. He's going to say, "My my flights. We got bad weather in Michigan. Flights well, not going to be able to make it." I, last time he came with a last time he came with a chaperone. So the fact that he doesn't have a chaperone this time, <laughs> I feel like we're we're moving in the right direction. All right, thank let's you get for out participating here. in the Sports Gambling Podcast. Uh, four, Moneyline Mac, Colby, Pick Dundee, Dant, College Basketball Experience. Go subscribe. I'm Ryan Real Money Cram. I don't even know how to end the show. Yeah, and I'm and I'm uh, Sean stacking the money green. Uh, Let it ride.